99% of people think they are underpaid. 99. I don't think that, uh, I, th- I think that's the right number. I think 99% of people think they are underpaid. I think maybe 1% of people think they are overpaid. It takes a lot of perspective to think you're overpaid. By the way, um, you could be making minimum wage and be overpaid. Now, just chew on that concept for a second. Um, but most people think they are underpaid. And we talked about this a few days ago when we talked about how do you get a raise if you think you are underpaid. And the first way to get a raise dum, 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 is to ask for a raise. You might say, gee, I, you know, I'm doing a really good job. I am super productive and I'm great at my job and everybody likes me and I should get a raise. But guess what? Your boss is not a mind reader. And frankly, he's not even really paying attention to what you do. You might think, oh, that's his job. His job should be to pay attention to what I do. But that's not really the way he looks at it. His job is to do his job and he's not super interested in managing you. So you kind of... If you want a raise, you have to ask for a raise. And not only that, you have to point out all the good stuff that you were doing because there's a pretty good chance he hasn't even noticed. And the reason he hasn't noticed is because people are self-absorbed. Like they just pay attention to their own stuff and they're not interested in you. Nobody's interested in you. Nobody's interested in me. I go through life and nobody cares about me. Once you realize that, it's a very freeing experience. You could like walk down the street naked and nobody would even notice. They might notice with me. Um, (laughs) the other thing is the other way to get a raise is to to get your boss to like you. Um, and the, the way you get your boss to like you is to make friends with him or her, uh, like be a friendly person, like go out to lunch, go out to dinner, like go golfing, do this, do that. And you might say, well, that's brown nosing. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not kissing anybody's butt. I'm not brown nosing. Well, you know what? Okay, so you get to be your authentic self, and uh, you refuse to play the game, so you get to be authentic, and guess what? You don't get a raise. So what is more important, getting to be authentic or getting a raise? So that's what we talked about a few days ago about getting a raise. But aside from that, if you make friends with your boss, and you do a good job, and you ask for a raise, and you do all this stuff, and the answer is no, what do you do? And the answer is you find a different job. That's what you do. So it's time. It's Wall Street story time, boys and girls. Um, And, you know, in my days on Wall Street, it's generally accepted. Everybody knew this, that if you really wanted to get paid on Wall Street, you couldn't do it passively. You could get doing a good job, making a lot of money didn't doesn't do it. Isn't that strange? Like you're 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 a trader at a bank. And you make $90 million a year for the firm. And you say, great, I should get paid a whole ton of money. No, they don't pay you. They don't. The only way you get paid is if you threaten to leave. And then they say, oh, wait a minute. Uh, and that's literally the only way. I'll tell you a great story. This is an amazing story. It's, it's, it's my favorite story from Wall Street. So I'm a Lehman Brothers. And... I was in equities, which is the stocks division. And in the bonds division, which they call fixed income, in the bonds division, there was this young kid. uh, And I'll make up a name for him. We'll say his name is Jay Knight. And Jay Knight is a a salesman in uh, interest rates, treasury bonds. And he's 24 years old, and he went to Harvard, so he's a smart guy. 
Um, and he's basically apprenticing under this old salesman, this bond salesman. And basically the old, the old bond salesman taught him everything he knew and uh, gave him all his accounts. So at age 24, he's got a lot of responsibility. He's got all these accounts. And he raises his hand and says, I, I want to trade. I want to trade. So they, they let him trade two-year notes. And two-year notes are not hard to trade. They, uh, they're not that risky. The most, the most that you can make as a two-year note trader in a given year was maybe like four million bucks. So after a year of trading, the two-year note, he makes 20 million bucks. Now, I just told you that the most that you should be able to make is four million bucks, and he made 20 million bucks. So he goes in to ask for his bonus, and they said, How the hell did you make 20 million bucks? And he's like, Well, I was doing some other trades on the side and this and that. And uh, they said, well, we don't want you to do that anymore. We want you to just trade the two-year note. And he said, okay, I quit. And he walked out. And they chased after him. They chased after him. They said, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, you know, let's figure this out. Come on. Let's not be hasty. And he says, I want to, tr- I, I want to trade. Propri- it was basically, it's proprietary trading, just trading for your own account. And he says, I want to do that full time. And they didn't, they didn't want to let him do it because he was only 24 years old. So basically they gave him a supervisor and the supervisor didn't know what the hell the kid was doing. So the next year he comes back and he's made 60 million bucks. Uh, (laughs) And they're like, good job, Jay Knight. Uh, And Jay Knight says, okay, I want to trade from Miami. And they said, bah, that's, that's preposterous. We can't, we can't let you trade from Miami. That's nobody's done this before. That's impossible. He says, okay, I quit. And he walks out. And once again, they chased after him. And they said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait, we can work something out. And, and he says, furthermore, I want 15% of the profits. 15% of the profits. So this is the deal that they did. So he moves down to Miami. And the next year, he makes 80 million bucks. And he comes back to New York every once in a while. And you would see him walking around the firm in like a Don Johnson, like white suit with like no socks, like smoking and joking, like talking to people. And that year he made 80 million bucks. And since he's making 15% of the profits, get this, he made 12 million bucks for himself. Now he's 27 years old. He's single. He's living in Miami and he's making $12 million a year. Fast forward all the way to 2008. He's making $300 million a year. No, actually more like $500 million a year for the firm. And he made $80 million a year for himself on that 15% deal. Yeah. Yeah. True story. Uh, Then he basically was retired for like 10 years and he just popped up. He's trading again. But um, I mean, obviously he's a very, he was a very gifted trader. He was, he was very good at what he did, but the, the genius of Jay Knight, the genius of Jay Knight, which is really unrecognized and under, underappreciated it's not so much that he was really good at trading. That really wasn't the genius of it. The genius of it was at age 24, he felt sure of himself enough that he, not, he didn't just threaten to walk out. He walked out. He, he said, I'm leaving. And that was his negotiating tactic. It was that negotiation that got him in Miami. It was that negotiation that got him the 15% deal which was unheard of on Wall Street. And yeah, he made money every year. He made a ton of money. He was good at what he did. He was, he was smart. 
but it was that negotiation that was incredible. So, you know, when I think about, you know, my time, like I was not the guy, I was not the guy that threatened to leave. And to be perfectly honest, you know, I didn't make as much money as Jay Knight, but I came close and uh, I was like the loyal guy. I was the loyal guy. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's like, that's like a, that's a bad move. I'm not doing that. So, you know, I didn't get paid. I certainly didn't get paid $80 million a year. Um, so really it all comes down to negotiation. And if you want to get paid more, what I suggest you do is find a, find a different job, uh, apply for that job, job that pays more and, uh, go back to your old job and say, I quit. And they, and if, and if you were really good at what you did, if they wanted to keep you, they would make a deal. They would say, they would say, okay, you can have more money and they would keep you. And if they can't keep you, then go to the other job. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Uh, but a lot of people are unwilling to do that on their own behalf because it's scary. It's, it's really, really scary to walk away. For, it's not just the job. It's the community of people. It's all your friends. You're going to blow this whole thing up so you can get more money. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. Now, if you want more money, I just told you what to do. It's all about negotiation. And a lot of a lot of negotiation is, you know, this is the secret of negotiation, at least for me. This is what works for me. Uh, if, if people are not behaving the way I want them to, generally what I do is I raise everybody's stress level. And usually the performance goes up. And then when I, then I get what I want. I raise everybody's stress level. That's, I, did that, I did that in the Coast Guard, and I did that at Lehman Brothers. Um, so... People you generally, you're not going to get what you want until you negotiate hard. Um, and that's, that's, that's the thing. Morally speaking, this is like from a moral standpoint, what sh- if you were the boss, what should you pay an employee? What should you pay an employee? And the answer is the minimum amount that gets them not to leave. That's how much somebody should be paid. So if somebody's willing to work for nine bucks an hour, then it's totally fair to pay them nine bucks an hour. If they did, if they wanted more money, if they wanted 12 bucks an hour, they would leave and go to a job that paid 12 bucks an hour.